0: Me.
4: I said, this all right, all right. Now, you know how this goes, right? The story of the day, me. the easy radio, I don't do it. it Apparently, we're going to have to mention this moron. And uh, I have to tell you, I am proud of so many things that I have accomplished in my life. But one of the top five is that I have never once seen LeBron James do anything. Nothing. Never saw him dribble. Never saw him throw the ball in the little hole. I never paid two seconds of attention to this moron. Not, not two seconds. What I did understand is that he didn't like to lose the limelight when Kaepernick was getting all the thunder. That's the way this looks to me. So he started to take up the mantle of the Marxist mafia in, in America known as the Democrats. It's either that or the fact that his paymasters, the Chinese have gotten to him so much that they're just feeding him propaganda and he's regurgitating it. Well, he stepped in it a little bit, as you know. He took a picture of the officer that saved the one girl's life by shooting the perpetrator who was going to stab her. And you're all aware he put your next hashtag accountability. But we all know what that meant. We all know what kind of innuendo it is. So I'm not going to burn five minutes on this moron. Because you could throw the ball in the hole, doesn't make you Aristotle. Your importance is absolutely nothing to people that don't watch other grown men in costumes throw balls at things. I don't watch it. It's a waste of time, and I'm well aware of what you're doing. You're protecting your own interest. That's all you're doing. You didn't like the loss of the limelight that that other moron who couldn't throw the ball very good after his second year, Kaepernick, all of a sudden he was getting the headlines. You didn't like that, so you thought you'd step in. And we're all worse off for it. And then there's another moron, Bree Newsom. Her Twitter, defund and abolish the police, refund our communities. Teenagers, listen to this. This is an actual tweet from an adult. Teenagers have been having fights, including fights involving knives, for eons. We do not need police to address these situations by showing up to the scene and using a weapon against one of the teenagers. You all need help? I mean that sincerely.
2: So here, you know,
4: I, I told you I got enough. He was a Chicago cop. Three beautiful kids. I tell him every day, don't get out of the car. Don't get out of the car. Here, this is clear and evident. They, they don't want you there. They don't want you breaking up the knife fight. So if I was Canton Zara, I would say, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you exactly what you want. Now we're not going in the neighborhood. Have a good time. Let's see how that works out. Give them exactly what they want, and let's see how it works out. I don't want to burn... More time than I just did on idiots. Although it is a political show, and idiots are in charge. Feeble fascists, neo-Marxists, and as I call them, the Fourth Reich. And today's their kind of day, because they sold us on this BS holiday, Earth Day. I noticed this when my kids were little in parochial school. Even in the Catholic schools, we're going to worship Mother Earth, and they're going to spew the propaganda of the eco-Nazis that have been wrong since they were first created around 70 years ago. Every prediction, absolutely and unequivocally wrong. 100% wrong. Those of us who are born in the 60s remember the 70s and how the world was going to freeze and everything was going to be terrible. We weren't going to live. And then in the 90s, they said by 2012, we'd have to have suits on to go outside. They're idiots. They're wrong. But what they are is corrupt. And this entire agenda of the Green Movement, should be illegal for both insider trading, public funding to specific companies, an absolute and total example of corruption and extortion by people who didn't sign up for it. One of my greatest times on the radio station is after Biden, it looked like he was going to successfully steal slash usurp the most powerful office in the White House. I revoked my consent to be governed. In a nation that's built on ideology, that's supposed to mean something, but it's also the same na- nation that gives a rip what some seven foot four moron who was passed through school because he could throw a ball in a hole says about anything. It's preposterous to me. We're being led around by these really, it, 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 it's an agenda of tyranny, and it's a clueless tyranny. But they got Biden out there, and Biden will say anything.
5: The signs are unmistakable. The science is undeniable, mm-hmm. and the cost of inaction is, keeps mounting. The United States isn't waiting. We are resolving to take action, not only the, our federal government, but our cities and our states all across our country.
4: You know the hardest part to hear? I'm going to interrupt this idiot, but you don't care. I'm doing you a favor. The hardest part to hear is that this, this walking punchline of a man, this feeble fascist, was a senator senator for half a century, half a century, all the time in the Senate. Where were you, Joe? Did you ever once mention this? Ever once. But you see an opportunity to seize an economy that the government shouldn't have its hands on, let alone control every aspect. And that's all this is. This is, once again, a power-slash-money grab.
5: Small businesses, large businesses, large corporations, American workers in every field. I see an opportunity to create millions of good-paying, middle-class union jobs. I see line workers laying thousands of miles of transmission lines for a clean, modern, resilient grid. By maintaining those investments and putting these people to work, the United States sets out on the road to cut greenhouse gases in half, in half by the end of this decade. That's where we're headed as a nation, and that's what we can do if we take action to build an economy that's not only more prosperous but healthier, fair, and cleaner for the entire planet.
4: This is an excuse to grab every aspect of how you live your life. I said it when he was running that he will tax you for breathing. Now, this brings me to a phone call I received from an acquaintance of mine yesterday who's one of these never-Trumpers that I continually thank for the position we're in, these these willful idiots, these self-righteous, phony, virtue, pseudo-intellectual buffoons that voted for this idiot, either aggressively or passively. And he wanted to tell me, you know, this is just normal politics. They're not Marxists. Come on, you're just selling it for the show. He's an idiot. He always was an idiot. He'll amount to nothing. Just like all of the rest of those who assisted, who was a sympathizer of these new Marxists, the Fourth Reich we call the Democrats. And the evidence is clear. This idiot has been in office for 91 days, 91 days, and they're rebuilding the economy By the vision of a bartender. The
3: climate crisis is a crisis born of injustice. And it is a crisis born of the pursuit of profit at any and all human and ecological cost. That's right. Which means that we must recognize in legislation that the trampling of indigenous rights is a cause of climate change. Indigenous rights.
4: You're an idiot. You're talking about Elizabeth Warren's
3: people? Trampling of racial justice is a cause of climate change because racial we are justice. allowing people and we are allowing
4: ourselves to make sure that we are allowing folks to deny ourselves human rights and deny people the right to health care, the right to housing and education. Oh, my word. Oh, my word. A bunch of people that either they're like Biden and they never actually worked or when they did work, they didn't work in the so-called area they're now experts in. But what they do have is the power to forever change your life and everybody's life in this country.
5: You know, these steps will set America on a path of net zero emissions economy by no later than 2050. But the truth is, is, you ain't going to be here. America represents less than 15 percent of the world's. No nation can solve this crisis on our own, as I know you all fully understand. We have to take action, all of us. And this summit as our first step on the road, we'll travel together, God willing, all of us to and through Glasgow this November and the U.N. climate conference, the climate change Con- conference. Get it out. You know, bitch. to set our world on a path to secure, prosperous and sustainable future, the health of communities throughout the world depends on it. The well-being of our workers depends on it. The strength yeah. of our economies depends on it. The countries that take decisive action now to create the industries of the future will be the ones that reap the economic benefits of the clean energy boom that's coming.
4: What a punchline. What a punchline this buffoon is. He's almost as stupid as the willful ignorant who pretend this is normal politics in America. This is all very normal. And for all the workers out there, you know the one—the union guys who you got leaned on by Trumpka or some other fat slob pretending to be a gangster running a union. Here's how he thinks of you.
5: ask me toward the end of our administration, Joe's going to determine what the jobs of the future are. There you anybody go, who can go down 300 to 3,000 feet in the mine, Sure. hell can learn how to program as well. Anybody who can throw coal into a f- furnace can learn how to program, for God's sake. So when you hear you cold-blooded dummy.
4: That's exactly right. When you hear from the never Trumpers, from the Keystone Libertarians, how this is just normal, this is going to be normal politics, remind them that in 91 days, you've got people who've never worked in the real world changing every single aspect of it. This is the Fourth Reich. These are not Democrats. This is not normal American politics. But those are the same people who will enforce the, their idiotic tyranny and tell strangers to put masks on and you should stay home for 14 days. This is outrageous, outrageous. And this is absolute and total tyranny that is not supposed to happen in this country. But that's why they keep calling it a democracy. That's the same thing Karl Marx wanted, a democracy. And by the way, this buffoon who called me, that's the first thing he said, Trump was ruining our democracy. They're even reciting the verbiage of the Marxists right from Karl himself. I think him and Engels we were a little more than friends. I think Engels and Marx, I don't know, they seemed a little close to me. That could be wrong, but you know, I, I don't ever get them hanging around together and the rest of it. But what I did get was what their plan was because they use the term democracy because what they want is to pretend that they now have a mobocracy. And they can vote away the lives of all the people who voted against him. And that's what the reality we're living in. This is about this is complete and utter contempt for everybody who doesn't agree with them. They're using phony science and real power to take away your America. 312 642 5600. How do you celebrate Earth Day? I'm curious. We'll be back after this.
3: In touch with the ground, I'm This whole thing
4: starts from a book that was written by a fraud. It all starts from, uh, what was her name, Rachel Carson? I believe that's her name. Rachel Carson and her silent spring. They got rid of DDT. Rachel Carson's big achievement is she got rid of DDT. You know, the kind of thing that saved, I don't know, millions of people from malaria and such. kind of thing that the veterans bathed in when they got back from World War II, they, uh, she somehow made it seem that DDT was going to kill the little birds. What's going to kill the birds, ironically, is their windmills. That's what's going to kill the birds. Tom Shererville. Yeah,
1: Sean, if I my memory serves me correct, Earth Day it was started in 1970 by a communist who murdered his girlfriend.
4: Is You're talking about Gaylord Nelson and the, the Wisconsin guy?
1: Well, no, but Earth Day was the guy who started Earth Day. or Who, who I was going to say you got some perfect. you got
4: some dirt on the Wisconsin guy. I didn't know he did any of that, but I do know know that the Wisconsin congressman is the guy that uh, he was either a congressman or a senator. His name was Gaylord Nelson. He's the one that really officially put it into be into 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 happening, and it was him who worked closely with Nixon that then they you know they were on the 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 EPA was taking over everything. So. This has always been a weapon of government to backdoor nationalize business, and now they're just expanding it. If you think about it, they're just expanding it to the citizens. I mean, they successfully were able to destroy manufacturing and other things in the country. Why not take over citizen rights?
1: Exactly, and Karl Marx tried to murder his maid.
4: Oh, really? you got a lot of scoop on inside stuff about Karl Marx and all, and Gaylord, what's his name? I didn't know any of that. Good. See, He was a senator, Gaylord. Thank you. McBath, I appreciate that. He was a senator. Um, and, and really, it, it started from the book, Silent Spring. There was so much that, that that woman started that they say it was unintended consequences. But was it? Because the kind of control these organizations have against people who have lost the right to their own opinion and lost the right to fight back kind of leads me to believe it might have been intentional. What do you think? Died because of that woman. What was that? I missed the beginning, What would you
1: say? A lot of poor Africans died because of Silent Spring.
4: Absolutely. DDT would solve the problem of all uh, mosquito-borne illness, yet here we are, right? The mosquito is more important than the people. And isn't that the theme of what their entire agenda? Inanimate, small fish, whatever it is, are more important than the people. California has a problem because of a fish. There have droughts because of a fish. And after all, the fish is more important than the people. And the ignorance and the confidence in which the eco-Nazis really extort us and, and, and use these laws as weapons against us, they do it with complete confidence. After all, they're saving Mother Earth. Think about it from that angle, and it's the perfect scam. Now if we could just get the people who vote for these idiots to remember how many people bought options on Tesla and on solar and on wind You know, before Earth Day, before this agenda that they promised me, I I remember all the never Trumpers. Biden won't do that. He's not a Marxist. He's a normal Democrat like the idiot that called me last night. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I think,
3: he, I think he's naive,
1: not an idiot. He's just naive.
4: No, he, he's, an, he's actually a nice guy. He's a, like I said, he's an acquaintance, but I'm sorry. At this stage of the game, Tom, at this stage of the game, when we're faced with the reality of what Joe Biden and his, and his Fourth Reich are really doing to us, there's no excuse for that. There's no excuse. There's no, there's no I'm sorry. There's no I didn't know. Yeah, you did. And I did it on these airwaves. I told you for four months before the election what was going to happen. We
1: warned them. We warned them, and they didn't listen to us. And so Tom, now they're going to have to listen.
4: You want forgiveness? Go talk to your mom, as far as I'm concerned. I don't have to forgive you. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate the call. Anna Marie, or I'm sorry, Angela Marie. Oh, I never heard that before. Angela, how are you?
3: <laughs> Hi, Sean. I gave a middle name that, because once you said you love women that have two names. I do. Okay. Angela Marie. I love it. <laughs> so I did it on purpose. Uh, you. Rick, you asked. You ask what we're doing to celebrate? God forbid, who's celebrating? But I do make a point every damn year of telling anybody and everybody that I can that April 22 in 1870, who was born? The revolutionary Russian, Lenin. And that is no coincidence that Earth Day is April 22. Okay? Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Do you know you taught me something today? Whoever's listening, do not use Wikipedia to learn more about this because anybody on the other side knows how to get in there and and twist the truth to what they want it to be. So I don't know what Wikipedia is telling people.
4: And the new Marxist is truly a wordsmith. And shame on us. Shame on us. Because my whole life we've been allowing Marxists to call themselves liberal.
3: My whole life. Exactly, exactly. There's so much to say, but I had to get this in if I got through, and thank you for letting me get on, and it's important that people realize it. This is not a coincidence.
4: I tell you, Angela Marie, I love it. Thank you so much. Keep using that middle name. I don't think it's a coincidence either. I don't think it's a coincidence. I don't think it's a coincidence that politicians who, on one hand, contribute to all of the problems and invest in countries and are representatives of countries that um, create the problems, all of a sudden are so concerned about the environment. And you know, my favorite fraud is the one who married Heinz's former wife after she was the cleaning lady, and that's John Kerry.
2: You know, I lived and represented for years at privilege of representing communities like Lowell and Lawrence and Brockton and plenty of places. You know, Fall River uh, that have these huge mills that were you know teeming with people working in the early 1900s, and then that changed, and it went south in our America, in our country, and then it went abroad. Because that's the transition in economies. And it happened in the Industrial Revolution. It happened in the revolution of technology in the 1990s. And it's going to happen now. We always replace it with a different kind of or some you know, new opportunity. And um, I don't think it's going to mean that much dislocation, frankly. It's going to mean some greater opportunity. What's this? Well, just so you don't think so,
4: John. Just so you don't think so. And by the way, the reason that those mills and all of those factories and all of that had to go to other countries is because scumbag corrupt politicians such as yourself implemented regulations and laws that disadvantaged those companies, those workers, and, and, and once again, that was kind of stage one of when you tried to deindustrialize America, and you were very successful, corrupt politicians such as yourself that were playing the stock market just before they made laws that helped their own portfolio. Scumbag that you are, that you are, and you walk around and you pretend you're a man, you're spending Heinz's money because you married his widow, who used to be the cleaning lady. You don't fool me, dummy. 312-642-5600. We'll take your calls when we get back. Then on top of this, he wasn't done messing with the economy. He's going to raise capital gains tax. He's just going to double it. It'll be all right. You're going to be fine. It doesn't matter. The market went down. I, I used to care about the market, but ever since I realized... After uh, W. Bush, it is just a Keynesian Ponzi scheme a, Ponzi scheme, a soiree of so much underwritten fraud that we pretend that those 30 stocks mean something to the world. According to the Environmental Protection Agency, about one quarter of greenhouse gas emissions come from the production of electricity and heat. Whew. You know what it means when they, go, when they say they're going to lower it? It means this stuff's going to get real expensive. With about another quarter coming from agricultural and lumber.
3: Hmm.
4: Industrial uses account for 21%, and transportation for another fourteen. Well, buildings make up about six percent. Uh the area will go under that means that utilities will have to spend heavily on building out their networks to handle the change in just ten years. This is gonna be fast, boy. It's gonna be fast and it's gonna be devastating. And it'll be all justified. Because after all, it's for it's for Mother Earth, just like how Karl Marx it was was it Mother Russia, Mother Russia, Mother Earth. Seems to be a bit of a pattern. Teresa on the north side.
3: Hey Sean, I celebrated Earth Day today by turning the heat up this morning because it was cold in Chicago. Yeah. Then I went for a walk without a mask and breathed in the fresh air, and it was fresh. And then I drove my gasoline powered car to work. Then in the afternoon, I booked a flight on a big jet plane, and then I drove my gasoline-powered car home. Nice. So, okay. happy birthday.
4: Happy Earth Day, Teresa. But well, you still don't beat me. I sawed off my catalytic converter, and nobody knows. I keep driving around. I love it. I'm polluting for seven. Thank you very much. Dominic, Glendale Heights. Hey, how you doing? The theft of this is greater than the Great Brinks robbery. Unbelievable. And, Dominic, okay. you know what? Most people aren't talking about just one of these areas. Just one of oh, these. Oh, just wait till we get a hold of the food. We'll be into Soylent Green in five years. That's, ex- that's exactly <laughs> right. And I don't know about you, but I don't want any soy, soy lasagna. It can't be good. Thank you, Dominic. I appreciate it. And here's the other thing when you increase the cost, just for a minute, when you increase the cost of one of these things, let alone across the board, that translates to everything, and Dominic is exactly right. The food doesn't just magically appear in the supermarket. It has to be brought there, and it has to be brought there in trucks that are refrigerated. So you're going to increase their cost for, for, for just, to, just to drive it. Then you're going to increase their cost just to keep it cool. How do you think that translates to the lady hanging on by a thread? But that's okay. we got more welfare, and then we pretend we have an economy. Instead of a snake eating its tail, and these con men, these these Western Avenue Z-Bart salesmen, no offense to you fellas out there, we got these scumbags telling us that we need this for our own good. I'll tell you what, they're going to help you right into the gulag, right into the gulag. And this is all without their biggest scheme, cap and trade, where you're going to have to buy to pollute. See, because that's what this is all about. It isn't about actually the environment. They somehow got carbon dioxide as a pollutant, which now means they can tax you for exhaling. I hope they go by the palm though. This will affect the Democrats more than the Republicans. I don't think they got a size 16 on their under a size 16 on their side. I never saw a more disgusting group of people, except for the ones in Hollywood, and that's because they throw up after they eat. Dave in Libertyville.
5: Hey, Sean.
1: How are you? Uh, the government's the biggest polluter in the country. What are they going to do? Yeah,
4: what's it? We when when Joe Biden... In... When Joe Biden bombs the Middle East, is that bad for the environment? When he bombs, you know, I mean, it's got to be. I I mean, what about that, Dave?
1: Nuclear testing, yeah. uh, All the ammunition and munitions they got. Biden's foreign policy.
4: Just his last action. Just he, he just he just bombs. He he, he bombed somebody. What? Was it Syria? He dropped the bombs in Yemen. Just those. That's can't be. That's enough for Chicago. New York, New Jersey, that, that's the whole year. He did it in one, in one uh, little bump, one little bump of the mouse, although it's not him. He doesn't know what he's doing. They're just stamping his name on things. Dave, it's, a, it's, it's, it's truly the greatest scam ever because what you have is you got half the country demanding that the, the fascistic Marxists implement these kind of unconstitutional barriers and rules for our life. This whole damn thing is against the Constitution. I mean, I don't even like saying the Constitution anymore because it's Swiss cheese. Yet, yeah. mums the word from the Republicans. Mums. Kevin McCarthy's mad. Ooh, Kevin McCarthy's mad. I hate to get him mad. What does he do? Something tells me just massages go up when he gets mad. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it. Mark Plainfield.
2: Good, uh, good afternoon, Sean. Uh, what do these people expect us uh, to do to heat our house? or cool our house in the summer, or how are we going to get to work? How are we going to feed our children? You know, um, in winter are we going to be allowed to take uh, hot showers or hot baths, or are we just so go stinky all winter? You're going to have uh, to turn you know, to the
4: government because this isn't about what they say it's about. This is about destroying capitalism. This is why I say to you constantly, they don't have policies. They have bombs. They're not economic policies to help us. They're, they're policies to destroy our our money and our freedom our liberty but most of all our dollar everything he he said today is about destroying the value of your dollar now they they can buy off their people cuz their people most of them are on the cheese even the corporations have corporate welfare so they just they well, just they crank up the welfare off, yeah and that's how you overthrow off, a free what country
2: do, uh, what are they going to do for electricity how, how are they going to buy these people off when they don't have electricity uh, I think every one of these people should go a week without electricity, and then, then they'll rethink their uh, green ideas.
4: Mark, la- last year today, now here's something to tell the never Trumpers and the morons out there who pretend Democrats are are an American party. Gas one year ago today was a dollar eighty-one, the national average. Today, the national average is two eighty-eight. A friend of mine. Because I'm not I, I'm going to be back in the sewer next week. I'm still in paradise. A friend of mine sent me a picture in Illinois. He would just paid over three dollars and some cents for gas. So what, you know, do they care about the people in Illinois? Illinois if you if you the vast majority of Illinois is bankrupt. The people are struggling, yet they go up they're paying a dollar fifty more than they did a year ago, and those are the people that voted for this moron. They can't get enough of the strength. So when you say, isn't it going to affect them, they don't care, Mark, because they like the poverty. They like their life. They just want to drag more people in the misery. That is what a Marxist is. They're not interested in climbing out. They're, tr- they're interested in pulling you in. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate it very much. Manny in Rockford. Hey, Sean. Uh, you
6: become a finance guy. I-, I presume you're taking a derivative class in
2: calculus.
4: Okay, I couldn't hear what you said. What was that?
2: I know you work in a finance, so I presume you're familiar with derivatives, right? And, yeah, of course. So. Yeah. Okay. So basically, which basically is the calculation of things like uh, indicative pricing and projection in mathematical formula. Hmm. So, so have it... we actually forgotten things like basic biology? You know. Planet classes, earth science, I mean, is that out the door now?
4: Well, I don't know. I, I mean, Manny, here's here's what I have to say about the green energy movement. Have they ever been right in their predictions?
2: Well, well, look at it this way. So what I'm saying is... So we could take all the classes and
4: all the derivatives you want. The question is very simple. Well, have they been right okay. in their predictions?
1: Okay, let me explain.
4: No, 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 I'm not asking you to explain. I'm asking you, have they been right? Oh, God, I hate that. That guy's a moron. Man, he's a moron. Put him on the moron file. He wants to justify how intellectual this is. This is also intellectual, so they have to penalize you because, after all, then it will be better. See, if things cost more, you won't pollute more. It's better for Mother Earth. But he couldn't answer this simple question. Seventy years of wrong. Everything they said. Is wrong. Look at Sean Caston's father wrote a book one time. He predicted in 2012 we couldn't walk out of our houses in Illinois. It would be so hot you'd need a spacesuit. Is it hot today? Is it hot today? They can't be wrong enough. It doesn't matter. It doesn't change the mind because they have intellectually circled themselves, circled Durbin themselves into a frenzy where Manny's out there think they're smarter than you. So you don't have the freedom to move around. See, we're going to do derivatives. We're going to break it down in little small things, and we're going to make your exhaling pollution, and it's bad for the earth. Poppycock. Poppycock, Manny, moron. Call another show. Go down the dial. You're too stupid for this one. Three one two six four right, maybe I snapped it, Manny. But you'll have to forgive me. I'm, I'm getting tired of getting talked into this stupid nonsense getting tired of listening to the justification for this kind of abuse of the american citizen really how in the hell did they make co2 a pollutant how how did that happen how can it be we are 70 years of predictions of mayhem and collapse of the sky is falling and the world will be terrible and they're wrong in fact what they've created is the drought in california is the fires in california What they've done to help us has crippled us. It's obvious that they are interested in deindustrializing us. They want us to go back. That's why they, if if you listen to their publications, if you looked on their sites, they were very excited about the COVID shutdown. That's just what the economy needed. Just what the earth needed. They could care less about what it did to the individual people. So I'm tired of being talked into it. In a Marxist world, you either will cooperate because you agree or you'll just cooperate. And that's how you know it's tyranny. So if I snapped at him and he was making a different point, shame on me. But in the meantime, if he's trying to sell me that BS, I'll stand by every word I said. Kyle and Woodridge.
1: Uh, just to make a few quick points, then I'll let you go and comment on them. Let's just say they can do this, even though they can't balance the checkbook. they'll somehow fix the world uh, when, you, when you look at all the other countries, for example, you know just to use the cliche China and India, the ones we bow to, how what, what are you going to tell them to do? They're, they're not going to listen to you, but uh, if they are very much concerned, I offer a great solution for them. They could all pull a heaven's gate and save us a lot of their own emissions. that'll hey, go.
4: And, Kyle, thank you so much. I appreciate it. But he, he's exactly correct because what China likes to do is, number one, pretend that they are still developing so they don't have to play by the same rules when they have the world organizations pass these tyrannical systems. But the other thing they like to do is lie. They lie right to your face. I mean, after all, this is a country that is being brought to the world stage that still today, right now, has 2.5 million people in concentration camps. You think they're going to tell you the truth? You think they're going to tell you the truth about their emissions? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's preposterous. And for American citizens to rather than volunteer to fund these programs. You know, that's the other thing. All the billionaires, all the billionaires loved it. Well, then fund it. John Kerry, I'll tell you what. You didn't earn a dollar you have. Not one dollar. You married it twice. Give the money away of the men that actually made it, you know, from the widows you married. Give their, give their money away. Tom Steyer is my favorite scumbag of all. He invests in groups, then, then hires eco-Nazis to protest other groups so his, so his company becomes worth more money. You almost have to love it. And there they are. They're, they're chanting about different ways in which we can hold people back and destroy companies. It's, it's beyond despicable. And the idea that we have Americans that are leaning on other Americans that reject it shows you that it's it's no longer an America. You have the right to your opinion, let alone the right to your life. I'll be
0: back. We've got a next hour. It's going to be great. Fastest show. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This
3: looks like on top me, so everybody just follow me. I was
4: listening to the news on the break. Eisenhower shut down, another shooting. Kids are killed every single day. It is mayhem. It is a a, a political example, or it is an example of the failures of a Democrat philosophy. That's what Chicago, Illinois is. It's a disgrace. People are captive in their own city, in their own state. Most people are so... um, Affected by what happens, they can't afford to get out. And that's the tragedy. And um, I don't see a big fight by the supposed other party to change things, in specifically Chicago. It's been Democrat-run for 100 years. I have an app on my phone specifically dedicated to Chicago. And every day, three killed, five others wounded in one Chicago shooting. The carjackings, the mayhem, the children... And the mayor has an idea of how to fix things, and she's going to make it so that policemen um, can't engage in foot chases anymore. No one should die as a result of a foot chase. That was the mayor
6: yesterday. Tonight, word that Chicago police may soon need permission from supervisors before chasing a suspect
5: on foot. And the issues gained new urgency since the fatal shooting of 13-year-old Adam Toledo. Our political editor, Mike Flannery, has more on what City Hall is considering. The Adam Toledo case prompted a personal injury lawyer in Pilsen today to call for reform.
0: This is a tragedy that could
5: have and should have been prevented had the police department had clear procedures governing the use of lethal force against our children during foot chases. Rewriting police policy on all foot chases is a hot topic at City Hall. Alderman Brian Hopkins says the mayor's office told him officers could soon be required before undertaking a foot chase to do what they're now required before a vehicle chase. Get permission from higher ups.
4: Is it better in Chicago to be a criminal, because it seems like the laws seem to benefit them immensely, or to be a slip-and-fall personal injury attorney? You know, I can't help but notice they, after all, are overwhelmingly Democrat. They overwhelmingly vote for the Democrat Party. And whenever one of these tragedies happens, what do you see? What's the first thing you see? The slip and fall. You fall, I feel you're paying law. And they get in there because they understand it's just another way to profit from the incompetence and corruption of the Democrat Mafia Party. And yet when they have an idea to do things, it's to hamper the very people who are to protect us from the criminal. This is a time in America with a hundred years from now, when they're going over the collapse of the American empire, they're going to use specifically as an example, Chicago, Illinois, specifically, because the whole time it has been in this soiree, politicians have been under the impression they could control the areas, that they could let it happen just a little bit. Well, now we see there's been a move to, to export that way of life to the county and the, the various suburbs. And we're seeing expressways in the western suburbs. We're seeing I-57. We're seeing constant shootings. We're seeing mayhem. And Lori Lightfoot's answer is to Stop the police from chasing people. Now, this Toledo case, as you know, we talked about it when it happened. It's an absolute tragedy. It's an absolute tragedy. And they find out, from what I understand of a news story, I'm going to play it for you.
3: NBC 5 Investigates has just learned important new information about the gun police recovered after the shooting of 13-year-old Adam Toledo. Phil Rogers, what did you find out?
0: Alison, these are documents we received tonight via a Freedom of Information request pertaining to the shooting of 13-year-old Adam Toledo. Among the 118 pages of documents we received were an inventory report of items recovered from the scene. They show that the weapon recovered at the scene from the school lot about eight feet from Adam Toledo's body, the weapon he was holding, and it was believed that he threw as he whirled toward Officer Eric Stillman was a 9mm Ruger pistol. Prosecutors also talked about that gun in court. And this inventory report says that the magazine of that gun was empty. There were no bullets.
4: That's even worse. That's even worse. And somehow this is going to be the fault of the police rather than the fault of the perpetrator, which seems to be the trend in Chicago, Illinois. It's always the fault of of, of the people who are trying to do the right thing rather than the perpetrators themselves. That's why the laws are slanted, unfortunately, in most Democrat mafia-run hubs, to protect the perpetrators and to penalize the victims. Because as I was reading my news app, there was a woman last night nearly beat to death. CTA attack leaves woman seriously hurt near Oak Park Blue Line. And I'm wondering, you know, it, it, Oak Park Blue Line, it appears the 34-year-old woman was viciously attacked around 2.15 a.m., Are police not supposed to chase? Are people afraid now to get involved? Because, after all, there's no cash bail. So you step in, you stop the perpetrator, he gets arrested. He's out in a few minutes. I mean, I know that doesn't really hit in until next year, but it's pretty much being practiced now, as we know. We have uh, a state's attorney that's not really big on prosecuting criminals. So you're watching us devolve into New York in the 70s. The similarities are unbelievable. And yet the people of Chicago and the people of Illinois and Cook County cannot get enough Democrats in positions of power who take the opportunity to make the lawyers that pay them rich. Don't forget Lori Lightfoot made four hundred thousand from her law firm. Last year, four hundred thousand. She was the mayor. How'd she make the four hundred thousand? And yet every time you see a news story, who's standing there? A lawyer. And who's the bad guy? The police. And who's the good guy? The victim. It's the same pattern. It's a cut and paste, copy and paste. Just put it on the new crime. And they could care less about the actual people who are involved. That's why the talk of the seven-year-old girl and her father and the people who knew the shooting, who saw the shooting, who are silent in the shooting, that's not the news story. The police chasing the kid with a gun that turned out to be empty is the news story, is the investigative report. We're losing this. We're playing checkers. They're playing chess. And the Republicans and the pushback, I still have yet to see where it is specifically in Illinois, specifically in Illinois. And they want me to celebrate a law where they pass a law where uh, the upper echelon of Illinois state police have or uh, politicians have term limits. Ooh, whoopee. What's the term limit? Ten years. That's all right. They want to be lobbyists anyway. I think it's – I'm I'm curious to know, do you think that the Republicans should mount an effort in Chicago? And do you think that Chicago politically is willing to accept another alternative option or have the Chicago citizens, unfortunately, just have that mob mentality where they want to be cut in rather than it cut out? 312-642-5600. I'll take your calls and comments when I get back. I can remember being a kid just thinking to myself there's got to be a Republican that wants to step to the plate that has the, the ability to show the people that are harmed by Democrat policies that what they need is not more help from government politicians what they need is the right and the principles of Americanism in their life they need the ability to take advantage of the time in their life and what we see in Chicago our children joining street gang, gangs, making terrible decisions, making terrible decisions, give, being given terrible education, terrible, by agenda-driven Marxists who have produced generations of people who feel themselves, unfortunately, in need of government constantly and forever. It's a cycle that pays off. It's a cycle that pays off for the politicians and for the lawyers, who look at them as just, just another way to cash a check. There's a scramble when this happens. Lawyers run to houses, and they can't wait to pretend to feel their pain to represent and then take a third or take half of a settlement that they know the city's going to give them. So that's why they have complete organizations of law that donate millions and pon millions to Democrat politicians. It's a vicious cycle, and it seems to be one that we've allowed tear apart a once phenomenal city. Mike in Antioch.
6: Hey Hi, Mike, um, they need the, the Republicans, they gotta turn around and have a hard pressed attack in Cook County and Chicago. If they can split Chicago, we can win the state. But the thing is they can't let all these positions go uncontested. The Republicans gotta get some balls and, and make it happen.
4: Well, I appreciate it, Mike. The other thing is it pays very well to be in second place to a certain extent. And when we get Republicans in positions like you're talking about, what do they do? I have one from my old neighborhood, right? Big, chubby, fat slob. He used to be the mayor of my neighborhood. He goes on to be a Cook County commissioner, and he becomes an agent for Gold Rush Gaming, just looking to to put games in different places around Cook County so he can make a fortune. So the Republicans have a, have a real problem with shooting themselves in the foot, because you know what I've learned, Mike? They really don't stand for anything in Illinois. They really stand for nothing. So until the the Illinois party, in both the Republican and you could even say national, is cleansed, you're just going to get this continued trajectory of poverty, of absolute chaos. Because right now, unfortunately, Republicans are afraid to say anything because they don't want to be called racist. So they're intimidated. They're on their heels, and they're just kind of waiting around. The idea that we have all of these offices, they don't even put up a Republican. They don't even put one up. I mean, it's, it's, it's atrocious, you know, Mike.
6: Well, you know, Sean, the other thing is, it's the, the government that's racist because they have racial profiling. If you look at all the applications that you have to fill out, you've got to turn around and put your race, your sex, and all this other stuff. They don't let cops do it, but they do it for themselves. That's a bunch of crap.
4: The, government's, uh, the government in America, unfortunately, is, is quite racist. It has, it has the notion that it could pick and choose what race is, it, it favors. And that's a problem. And that's a problem. And I could tell you who's not going to fix it, and that's a guy who was a pal of a Klansman. That's who's not going to fix it. He may pretend he's going to fix it. And he may profit from pretending to fix it. But, you know, it, it reminds me of all of the pseudo-intellectual Oak Park liberals I've ever met in my life. I call them liberals, even though I know that they're communists. They're self-loathing Marxists. It reminds me of, of how, in fact, they look at minorities. They just meet on the street. They look at them as if they're less than them, and they need their pity and their help. I have never once done that to a man, not until they open their mouth and they prove themselves to be somebody I can't intellectually agree with or, or a fascist or a little demigod pretending to be virtuous, like an Oak Park white democrat that's the most racist person on the planet because the audacity to look at an entire group of people or one man and say you're not as good as me you need my pity and my help i mean it, it kind of explains a lot of why we are where we are mike on the south side sean yes
2: i love your show I uh, just wanted to say i don't think chicago will ever go republican Because people are just ignorant to the facts. They just think Republicans are for rich and Democrats are for the poor. And they're ignorant to conservatism and the facts.
4: Mike, can they not see in every big city that is run by Democrats, everyone, in every county, in every state, it is a state, a county, and a city of failure? Everyone. You know, I was having a conversation. Mike, I was having a conversation. Have you ever been to California, Mike? Have you ever been there? No. No. Mike, it's unbelievable. If you ever went to California, especially 30 years ago, 20 years ago, it is, it is paradise. It is the most gorgeous state. At one time, the most, one of the, the richest economies. It has everything you can imagine. And there was a time when Republicans couldn't lose in California. After bastardizing the voting system and politics, they have now made it where Republicans can't even win, and they've destroyed that entire state. It is just poverty from one area to the next, just like Illinois, just like Chicago, just like New York and New Jersey. I mean, you pick a Democrat-run area, and it's a hellhole. Or it's got a mafia in place where only sections of it are a hellhole. See, and that's what Chicago thought it could maintain. The dailies. I used to hear these idiots promote these idiot dailies. They used to promote the idiot dailies and say, oh, he could keep the city under wraps. Oh, really? How could he keep it under wraps? How could he keep it under wraps unless he has a plan to not let ghettos spread? Look what happened when he lost. It's a shame because the very people that depend on the Democrats are the ones that they abuse, are the ones that suffer from their politics. Yet all they need do is go to an area that's not run by Democrats and maybe maybe kind of take a look at things as if they were, in fact, capable of improving their life. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it very much. Jim, how are you, Jim?
2: Yeah, Jim, um, this is Jim. Uh, yeah, I'm— One of us uh, is. over from. Uh, hello, am I on?
4: Yeah, you're on. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you. Am I the only guy that remembers that the day after the Floyd uh, incident, uh, that woman came on, and said she owned a club that both of those guys worked at. So they had to know each other. Yeah. And his motivation wasn't to restrain that guy. His motivation was to settle a score. I would bet my life that he had an incident that he wanted to kill that guy well, and Jim, settle a score. I, I, I'm glad. Police worked.
4: I'm glad you called the show, and I love it. I appreciate it, but the one thing we don't I try not to do anyway. one thing I try not to do is what Democrats do, and that's pretend we know something we don't know right the the The, the bottom good. line in that particular case is that that cop made a made a tragic mistake, whether it was intentional or not. We'll never really know, but he was wrong yeah, well he was wrong and he should he should go to jail, but he shouldn't well, be yeah
0: yeah you know, yeah, yeah he, he was wrong he, I mean,
4: he we're not I'm not middle. disagreeing with that. But what I am disagreeing with is the idea that uh, there, that we had, he got a fair trial or there was a court system.
2: Yeah, I'm I mean, theorizing. So the, uh, yeah, and I understand, Jim. Well, I sister.
4: appreciate you taking time to call the show, Jim. See, I stopped yelling okay. at uh, at callers after I feel bad. I yelled at Manny. We don't even know what the hell he was talking about. Jim Willowbrook.
1: Hey, buddy. What's going on?
4: Not much. How are you?
1: Hey, you know, I've been doing some research because I'm, I live down in Sandwich, which is in LaSalle County. All right. And some of my more conservative friends know that I have a pretty big mouth and I can't stop talking. All right. So they're asking me to run against Madam Duckworth. Okay. This woman, for six years, well, almost six years now, has done absolutely nothing in the Senate that has done anything to help the state of Illinois.
4: Well, I don't know. She just supported one of the biggest welfare changes and, and, and redistribution of money by making sure that the other states bailed out the sewer of corruption we call Illinois.
2: Absolutely, so she did, she,
4: but she did that. You, know, you mean nothing money
1: from other places? You know. Well, we, I would say I would like I would say, say she did money...
4: nothing good. I would clear clear it up a right. little bit. I would say she did nothing know, good, with,
1: with the exception of breastfeeding her baby on the center floor. I mean. Yeah.
4: Well, Jim, you're going to have yeah, okay, to work on this whole was... message. You're going to have to work on this whole message if you want to win, brother. I mean, let me help you out a little bit. But the reality is she um, is a very good apparatchik for the Fourth Reich, and she's very good at her job for that. She's very good, and she fits the bill, and she will remain a senator, unfortunately. I hope you win, but I, if you know, if I had the bet on the betting side, I'm going against you. Got to work on that whole delivery a little bit. Mary Ellen, Northwest Side. Two names. I love it.
3: Hi there. Sean, and you know I live not far from Elmwood Park, okay, maybe a mile east of Belmont and Harlem.
4: All right, I'm I'm not delivering pizzas, but go ahead.
3: Okay, (laughs) but to give you an idea, this district, this police district is supposed to be the safest one in the city, okay? Uh But I know for a fact we've had shootings and killings in this neighborhood, some of which have never made the news.
4: Well, I think that's another issue altogether, all but I will say this, Mary Ellen, I have a security system on my house, and it alerts me of activity in the neighborhood, and mm-hmm. I tell you what, I put it in about, a, I would say, two years ago, and I started oh. to show my wife, look at this, and look at this, and look at this, and uh, I not only have successfully changed her mind, I have successfully changed her family's mind, so... <laughs> If you're, if you're here to tell me that the neighborhood is not good, you're not going to get an argument from me, Mary Ellen. And if you want a pizza, you call my friend, Uncle Bobby over at Armand. So bring it over. He knows right where you live. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Jim in Naperville.
6: Hey, Sean. How are you? Two, two short. Uh, great. Uh, fantastic show, by the way. Oh, thank uh, you. I got two short points. One was uh, about the, uh, the seven year old girl that McDonald's shooting, uh, I think, did you touch on the number of uh, shell casings that they found?
4: I know she got that's hit like six the, times, 40. her father got hit once. That little baby took six yeah. rounds.
6: They found, the poli- according to police, they found 45 shell casings, 28 came from one caliber of handgun, and 17 from another caliber of
4: handgun. Yeah, probably guys with FOIC cards it. all legally purchased. And that's why it's going to be all harder for, for people to get weapons legally, yes
6: exactly but let me move on to a great quote that my friend who fled illinois a decade over a decade ago uh, the tyranny of illinois he saw the writing on the wall left barrington and uh, went out to wyoming and he sent me a fantastic quote which i think you'll appreciate i was once willing to give my life for what i believe uh this country stood for today i give i'd give my life to protect my family from what this country has become
4: I love it Jim I got to go to break I love it thank you very much if you're on the line stay on the line I'll take your calls when we get back from break if you want to be I got two lines open 312-642-5600 I got so much to talk about I really we got to we got to call somebody I got I got to make a deal with Hannity I got to do something I got to get another hour Dave Orlando Florida
6: Sean Hey, I think we need to put a fund together, a GoFundMe for the border of northern Florida. I spent my entire lifetime in Moscow, Illinois, also known as Naperville. And I'm taking my three hundred grand a gross income, a year, and I'm moving my family to, to Orlando. I am out of there.
4: Dave, I got to tell you something. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a, I go back and forth quite a bit. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now, the people that are doing this are great for the state of Florida and what's gonna happen and what's gonna have to happen is that people who believe the way we do unfortunately we're gonna have to do the uncomfortable thing and uproot our family for the for the for the betterment of our family and go to red states because this as you can see I said it yesterday we're in a cold civil war and when you get in these states this kind of normalization of chaos happens in Chicago and the difference Dave is when you watch the news in Florida and you know, I think it's time for the good people to come together in the good states. It's a shame, but unfortunately, I think Naperville's and Illinois's, and, I mean Illinois and and the suburbs are just they're just too far gone. And when you see DuPage County vote overwhelmingly Democrat, brother, you gotta you gotta you gotta respect the data. So I appreciate it, Dave. And uh, I always will look for you when I have a cigar in Orlando. Thank you so much for the call, Bill in Wildwood. Hey, Sean. Hi, Bill.
1: Um, real quick comment about Chicago or Illinois becoming, you know, voting a Republican into office. Chicago proper, for example, has more public sector employers and employees than private sector employees. It's perpetual. Correct. And, They're uh, voting I think for their own pensions. Yeah, and Illinois has like 36 times more units of government than Florida, and Florida has more, more, um, People, it doesn't make any sense to me. And, and the Bill, this unions is are
4: go, ahead. go ahead. This is why they're constantly promoting, the, calling this country a democracy, because they have to drop the fact that we're a republic. Because then, what they can do to the country is what they did to me and you and Dave in Naperville. This is what they do. They they vote our rights away, and we pay the costs. We bear the burden. Us, the people, not in on the scam. And if they they understood, they've been paying attention to these incubators of corruption that we call Democrat states. They've been paying attention and they need to implement that nationwide so that they can negate the the Republicans in Florida, you know, the Republicans in Texas, the Republicans in the Dakotas. They, They are looking forward to this. And that's why, in my opinion, Bill, you need to come with me and Dave and the rest of us. I want to get the whole radio station. I want to move the whole damn station. What do you think of that? Well, God bless you. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. So me we'll too. See. Yeah, we'll I'm retired. I'm moving. Well, Bill, and unfortunately, and you know, I say that's sad. It's not like I'm gleeful. Everyone says, oh, you're enjoying your, you know, this and that. No, it's, it's very uncomfortable for me. I, was, I took great pride in being where I was from. I really did. But at a certain point, when we've got Geppetto, Mayor Lightfoot, telling the police, you can't get out of your car to chase the criminal at that moment, the criminal is more righteous than the police officer. It doesn't go up from there. Thanks for the call, Bill. I truly appreciate it. I got time for Dave. Dave Lansing. How are you?
1: Hey, Sean, how are you? Wonderful. Uh, I'm predicting we can't count last year, but from two years ago, I'm predicting a a 50% rise in crimes like strong arm robbery. And here's three reasons why. Number one, The restrictions on police that you're talking about right now, Uh, they're going to want to intervene less. Uh, That's obvious. Number two, um, the tax base, many businesses are moving out of Chicago. That's going to mean less jobs. Less jobs means higher unemployment. That means higher crime, especially money-related crime. And then number three, illegals pouring across the southern border. That means more drug trafficking, and many of them end up on the near southwest side. And, you know, so combine all that together, we have the summer of love, I think. We're going to get a 50% increase. Yeah, that's why, Dave,
4: the scariest thing a kid can say to his parent is we're going to go into the city for lunch. Very, very frightening. But not all people are against, um, you know, the the chaos. In fact, there's a whole group of people that profit from it. They're mainly criminals. And right now they have the support of the politicians in power. 312-642-5600. I'll be back after this. Now you're a little Peewee hermit. or as I like to call it, a six-foot uh, version of damn Proff. Great. Song. You know, I was listening to Lori Lightfoot. I listened to two clips. I, did she say anything about domestics? Or did she mention anything about domestics and being reported? Not. Nah, probably not. Probably didn't mention anything. Rosie. Hi, Rosie. Hi. How are Go you?
3: On. Okay. Listen. Uh, you know. I wish some
4: Rosie. Mayor... Before we get started, before we get started, can I tell you something? You sound like every woman that ever yelled at me. Ever go ahead?
3: I'm <laughs> yelling.
4: No, I know. Just go ahead. Wish... Go ahead.
3: I wish the mayor, the police chief, the governor, all over the nation would get on TV and, and just say to people, you know, if you get stopped by a cop, don't resist. Respect authority. Don't fight with the cup, And don't aim gun with the cap.
4: Well, the other thing, too, Rosie. You know? Yeah, yeah I, and I, first, maybe, first of all. And maybe they'd
3: be alive today,
4: Sean. Rosie, I agree Think with about you. It. I agree with you. Unfortunately, Rosie, well, you and I. Why don't they
3: get TV and say this? Because
4: it doesn't pay as well. Rosie, they like the system they got. And you and I are talking about philosophies and standards and respect that doesn't exist, unfortunately, anymore. Unfortunately, that doesn't exist anymore, and, and, and we are living in a world where the politicians are telling us how to think and what to think and who is the right one and who is the wrong one. We're not allowed to have our own opinion anymore, and that is how you know they, in fact, are not Democrats, but they are fascists. They are Marxists. They are totalitarian despots, whether they're mayors, senators, congresspeople, or old men in diapers— that's what they are. Vince and Crystal Lake. Hi, Vince. Now we're uh, trying to get past
1: this shooting, and I'm going the opposite direction. So I could have listened to you another hour today.
4: We'll see. we got We got to work on this. They we got to call we somebody. we got to work on this.
1: to 8, it would be great.
4: All right. Now well, listen, let's not like work they too late. I haven't
1: seen a shooting before. They're all stopping.
4: Let's not work too late. I, although, I've I got to tell you a good story, Vince. Thank you. I agree. Well, likely you haven't seen a shooting before. Yeah, for us, this is nothing. Get out of the way. I appreciate it, Vince. You know it's becoming normalized. So when I get off, I like to unwind a little bit. I go have a cigar, and there's a bunch of guys sitting there in the cigar. I'm minding my own business, and I can tell from the conversation it's not going to go well. And sure enough, they do that thing that they like to do on the South. They say, and how about you, my friend? It's not. didn't go well. It went kind of the way it went for Manny today. Jeff, St. Charles, how are you?
2: I'm doing okay, buddy. I hope you are, too. Um, I, am. I am. Good day today. Thank you. Thanks for the talk show, by the way. I always listen to it now. Um, oh, hey, brother. listen, I'm an ex-emergency um, uh, worker. I used to be a fireman and uh, a paramedic and uh, uh, just a firefighter. And okay. there are people going around taking pictures of, of people's accidents and other things, too, at the same time, videoing. And now there's lawsuits against firefighters and and paramedics because may may or may not, you know, do the things that that, uh, that the public think is right taking care of them. Now, I I'll say this. Um when you're in the field and you have a job to do and you get see, you know, you see a lot of bad stuff as a paramedic, all right? Mm-hmm. There's things that you got to do and there's things that you can't do. And unfortunately, people don't know What the issues are? Same thing goes with cops. The cops and anybody wearing a badge right now is a target. Yeah. If you're a white guy, no. If you're a white guy and you're a cop or a paramedic, you have a target on you. I think to a certain extent, though, would you agree,
4: Jeff? Don't you think the the, so so do the black officers? They have that same target. I think they do. Well,
2: you know, they have a target. Yeah, every cop has a target on them. But you know what's funny is that. If you look at the interviews, like for instance down in Chicago, it you know it's it's like they figure out a way to kind of blame the white guy, even though the you know the the black guy is is the head guy. I mean, well, I, Jeff, I don't, I don't get know. It. You
4: were you me, listening? Me, were you listening yesterday to the show? Were you listening?
2: It's too, it, I got in late. Okay. All right, That's Jeff, I'm going to play you a clip, and I
4: think it'll explain a lot. This is between a math teacher and a principal. Thank you for the call.
0: Let me ask you something, George because i think those are i think there's something very different no. about having a single experience where you make sense of it right and having a teacher an authority figure talk to you endlessly every year telling you that because you have whiteness you are associated with evils all these different evils these are moral evils it's not the same as taking like a physical thing because it doesn't affect your 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 moral value that's the problem
5: the 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 fact is that I'm agreeing with you that there has been a demonization that we need to get our hands around in the way in which people are doing this understanding. Okay, so you agree that you we're demonizing kids? We're demonizing um, kid. We're, we're demonizing white people for being born.
0: And, uh, and- there you go.
4: That's in school. That's in school. See, because we were getting along, it wasn't working for the Marxists. They had to create social upheaval. This is a created issue, and this, is a, this has been a long plot. This is, this is a teacher and their version of a principal in a private school for $57,000 a year in New York. This has been going on for God knows how long. And that is why the the, the harmony, the individuality, the things in which we took for granted 30 years ago, 25 years ago, this is how they can now manipulate this into a racial balkanization of our nation, and it's working. It's working, and it must be fought. It must be combated. We, the citizens, get along in harmony with each other. The politicians have created this riff. The politicians have created these circumstances. And it's been a long plot. And they're implementing it in schools. And that's why we have young children, generations, who are now rioting against Americanism, principles of freedom and liberty, and are comfortable selling Marxism. This is why. It's not a happenstance, it's a circumstance they created. Shortest two hours of the day. I'll be back tomorrow, five to seven.